Hello everyone, welcome to another episode on my podcast, Heal Thy Feminine. My name is Angela and on this podcast I talk about importance of healing your inner girl on your feminine journey in order to um, bring love and wholeness into your life. So in today's episode, I'm going to be discussing um, how your inner girl either propels you into your femininity or into your feminine energy, I should say, or takes you out of your feminine energy. Now, as you may be aware, you know, men and women, we both have both types of energies within us. So as women, we have feminine energy within us. We have masculine energy within us. Men, they have feminine energy within them. They have masculine energy within them. Now, we normally prescribe men to be mostly masculine energy and women to be mostly feminine energy. I like the ratio of 80-20. So as a woman, 80% feminine energy, 20% masculine energy. Now it may vary um, depending on what you need to do or what you may be encountering in life at that time. So with men, 80% masculinity, 20% femininity. Again, it varies for them depending on what they may be encountering at that time. So maybe they're a new father, you know, and they're in that um, role of like connecting with their children. They may be more in their feminine energy. They can be 30, 40%. As a woman, you know, if you have a very uh, high-powered, aggressive type career or job, you could be more your feminine energy. but it's just important to remember that on a regular basis, you should be following the 80-20 rule for the most part. Unless you're in situations that um, require you to be, you know, more into the less dominant energy than you normally would be, which is okay. You know, you, you, we're never should, you should never be the same all the time. It's just not realistic possible or is it necessary to try to do that right so um today i want to talk a little bit about the inner girl our inner child our inner girl and how she um propels us more into our feminine energy or um takes us out of our feminine energy and She does that based on triggers, right? Based on being triggered by different things. And those triggers come from the lack of self-acceptance that we're having at any moment. And we're usually something on the outside is triggering um, that lack of self-acceptance within us. So what I'm saying is, that um, your inner girl is that part of you that um, really is very reactive and very emotional and that's very um, seeking outside 
validation and love, particularly if you did not receive those things by your primary caregivers during your childhood and adolescence, right? So your inner girl is still trying to get that love and acceptance that it never got when you were growing up. Now, if you did receive ample amount of love, care, concern, acceptance, then you have what they call in psychology a secure attachment. And, you know, you're able to set healthy boundaries. You're able to, um, you know, speak up when you're needy. You're, you're most likely far, far from a doormat. You know, people respect you because you require it. Um, you don't question when you say no, you say no, and you don't really feel bad about it. You know, you respect your own time. You don't let people abuse you, those type of things. So, and those type of things and having that secure attachment really, um, helps you to be in your feminine energy because you're able, one thing about feminine energy is that, you know, as a feminine energy person, you're receiving, you're receiving and you're reciprocating. So you take in what you're given and then you reciprocate. So you kind of multiply that and give it out. That's kind of what feminine energy is, right? And that's kind of the scenario when you think of femininity and think of of a woman, right? So for example, and let's use intercourse because it's the perfect example. So a woman, she takes in the seed of a man into her womb. And then she reciprocates and multiplies that and it becomes a life, right? You know, so, and then it's born into this world and it's a creation. And that's really what feminine energy is about. It's about receiving from the outside, right? And holding that into your womb space. And this is not physical, but your womb space can be your heart. Um, just that part of you that create, that creates and, and loves and multiplying that into something, giving that back. So what you would be giving back is warmth, death to that man, right? Um, in order to, for him to feel closer to his femme energy and to feel connected and all the great things that masculine energy is seeking from the feminine energy. So when your inner girl, for example, is... Um, you know, she did not receive love and acceptance. Maybe, for example, she was sexually abused as a child. Your, I should say, as a child, you were sexually abused. And then your inner girl is still holding on to that abuse, to that trauma, to that hurt, to that disappointment, to that just confusion about why did this happen to me? What did I do to deserve this? And this is the thing about a child, and I've mentioned this before, is that as children, we internalize everything that happens to us. We never think, oh, that adult is bad. Oh, that adult made a mistake. Oh, that adult shouldn't have did that to me. It's their fault that they did this to me. No, what we do is say, oh, well, there's something that I did to deserve this. You know, we never, we think that the adults in our lives are perfect. And so if they hurt us, if they don't make us feel good, if they make us feel sad, then we say to ourselves, oh, well, what did I do as a child, right? And in this internalization, and it, it makes us hold on to the wounds and they fester and then they become 
um, cycles and patterns and and sabotages and self um, self sabotaging and self fulfilling prophecies in our lives throughout our lives, right? Um, and they continually bring situations and people to our li- into our lives that mirror the trauma that was inflicted upon us. So, as a woman, as a small, ch- as a uh, as a girl, you as a woman, if you faced, you know, and this is just an example, but there are plenty of examples. But if you experience sexual trauma, sexual abuse as a child, or even in your early teens and. And then even as an adult, but particularly, particularly if you did it, if you experienced this in adolescence and below, um, your inner girl is internalizing that. Because usually as an adult, when you experience maybe trauma like sexual abuse, you kind of as an adult understand that like that was their thing, right? Like he sexually abused me because he's a creep, because he doesn't have control of himself because he's a monster because he's a narcissist because he's just not a good person right usually as an adult you make the connection that it's them right you don't internalize it and say oh maybe I should have you know worn a shorter I mean I'm sorry a longer dress or maybe I shouldn't have had that many beers or maybe I shouldn't have flirted with him or maybe I shouldn't have walked home alone like even though some of those things may be true in a sense as an adult woman you still say okay but that still does not give that person the right to abuse me to take advantage of me right but as a child you don't have those cognitive processes in place and so you externalize and you project and you say hey it's me there's something that I did there's something wrong with me so when your inner girl goes through in an adolescence uh that type of that sexual abuse what happens is that you know the 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 child makes it their fault and it's my fault that I'm experiencing this this trauma this experience is happening to me because I'm not a good person and as as they grow up especially if it's repetitive trauma and it keeps happening um, it becomes a part of them and it becomes, and then the child tries to cope with things and push that trauma to the back of their mind. This is something in psychology that's taught, try to push it in the back of their mind. Right. And so it really, as a woman grows, it really hurts her femininity because she either becomes in her wounded masculine energy, or she becomes in her wounded feminine energy, right? So in her wounded masculine energy, she may become hypersexual, um, aggressive. Um, she may have walls up. You know, she may not be able to comfortably, um, or she may be the opposite of hypersexual and be like asexual and not be interested in sex at all. You know, it may cause her to experiment with the opposite sex, um, thinking that, okay, if men did this to me, then maybe I should go on the other side and be a woman. So it may cause her to question her sexuality. Um, it may cause her to be have a disdain for men. All of this stuff has caused her to be in a wounded masculinity, right? And so it's hard for her to be in that receiving mode and keeping her heart open to love and to 
giving, I'm sorry, into receiving and doing what a fe the feminine does is receiving, taking that in and then reciprocating and multiplying it out. And that is the health healthiness of a feminine core being right or she can go to the other end of the spectrum and be her wounded femininity which most likely caused her to be a doormat um you know hypersensitive um afraid to speak up super shy um you know kind of a shell of a person um doesn't have a backbone likes to be a martyr likes to play the victim maybe passive aggressive things like actually passive aggressive is more on the masculine side but um definitely just all around a victim in life and just you know no real boundaries are set in place with anyone particularly men um she just allows men to do whatever to her you know and then she plays the victim when things don't go her way and um and it's because the inner girl is trying to seek acceptance. She's trying to seek acceptance. So she's re she's sabotaging herself by being in the wounded feminine, feminine. And she's trying to say, okay, if I play the martyr, if I play the victim, I'll finally get that love that I never got as a child. Because when I was a child, I associated, um, you know, an adult like appreciating me to into that trauma to that sexual abuse so if i i don't and i didn't like the way that felt so if i kind of hide from the world if i kind of don't speak up if i kind of just let things happen then eventually you know someone will see me and save me from that trauma within and save me from my circumstances and make me feel whole make me feel accepted and on the side of the wounded masculine she's angry she's resentful and her whole deal is that she's demanding acceptance she's demanding um love she's demanding that she's demanding retribution right and so she's taking it out on men she's taking it out on herself right and so is a wounded masculine she's taking out herself but they're doing the same thing it's just showing up in opposite poles right but what is happening is they're both far far from their healthy feminine core and it's really causing them to attract negative circumstances in their life and this is particularly true in love but a lot of times this spills over to different areas this spills over to money this spills over to health you know but particularly in love it causes a woman to continually attract circumstances where she's being taken advantage of where she's being used where she's being manipulated where she's not being valued and this is on both ends the tox the um to the wounded masculine and the wounded feminine side it's on both she they're just happening to her in different ways and it may be on the wounded masculine maybe she feels more empowered or something but really it's a false sense of empowerment because she's trying to feel empowerment um but it's under the guise of trauma it's under the guise of i'm trying trying so desperately to feel accepted because i'm trying to like make sense of what happened to me as a child and as i said before like time doesn't heal wounds what heals wounds is getting deep down and dirty into those wounds opening them up 
pouring the peroxide and then stitching them up and allowing them to heal. Not just saying, okay, if I just leave it alone, like it's going to heal. That's not how the matters of the heart really work. Now that may work with a, you know, a scrape or a bruise or something like that. Maybe just leave it alone. It'll heal. But it doesn't work with that, with that internal stuff. With that internal stuff, you've actually got to clean it out. Clean it out. Open it up, clean it out, and then stitch it together, and it'll heal properly. But the most important thing is it has to be cleaned out. So the trauma has to be cleaned out. If you want to be in your, if you want to really own your feminine energy, you have to do the inner work of healing your inner girl, right? And so what that looks like is if you've been through sexual abuse, and this is just an example, um, and I maybe can talk about future, other examples in future uh, episodes, but just for the um, purposes of this episode, I'm only talking about sexual trauma because it's something that even if you haven't experienced tra- sexual trauma, as a woman, you may know someone ha- who has or you just know, you just know about it, right? So you can relate. Um and then even when sometimes we have experienced sexual trauma in ways that we really don't want to label sexual trauma, like, you know, maybe a man hasn't necessarily forced himself on you as far as like to go so far as to rape you per se, or the um, dictionary definition of rape. But there have been times where you've had sex and you didn't want to have sex, you know, maybe you felt pressured. Um, he didn't necessarily like force himself physically, but maybe mentally he kept making you feel bad or emotionally making you feel bad. Or maybe you felt pressured in some other way to, you know, give it up before you're ready. Or maybe that time you didn't want to do it. Right. So that is also a part of sexual abuse. Right. Um, you know, you know, so it just it's something we can relate to. Right. Um, maybe you were made to feel uncomfortable and to engage in some type of sexual behavior that you didn't really want to do you know so there's different forms of it sexual abuse isn't just someone physically um forcing themselves on you like that is the main most traumatic form of it but there are lesser forms of sexual abuse and trauma and things like that okay so when you've gone through this abuse it takes you usually if you don't rectify the trauma it takes you to either one of those poles the wounded masculine or the wounded feminine and so what you have to do as a woman is you have to say okay this is what I experienced as a child and if you really are honest and look at your life circumstances you're pretty much um, bringing into your life circumstances that um your inner girl is still trying to make sense of that trauma so you're probably still bringing in men who are you know only using you for sex, um, who are manipulative, who are not really seeing your value as a woman, seeing you as a piece of, you know, meat or um, just not really going the distance with you. Maybe you can see within yourself that you're hypersexual. Maybe you would even label yourself as a sex addict. Um, Maybe you can see if you think about it, using sex in exchange for love. Um... Maybe you can see that maybe you've gone to the extreme where you don't really feel comfortable having sex. Like you don't enjoy sex. You run from sex. Um, you don't feel you don't want to connect with men. If you're really honest, you have a deep disdain for men. So those type of things um, you don't like dating. You say all men are this, all men are that. You know, those type of conversations. If you really analyze yourself, what I need you to do is really 
first own that and say, okay, I've went through this and it's caused me to be this way and I've had these experiences in my life. And even though I've had those experiences in my life, I love myself and I accept myself, you know, and I forgive those people or that person who did this to me. But most of all, I forgive myself for trying to ignore the trauma, the pain, the disappointment, the hurt that I've experienced over my life and trying to get that validation on the outside of myself instead of realizing that the only way that I can rectify a wound is by cleaning it within, right? So by doing the inner work, by mostly in the most important inner work you can ever do is forgiveness, forgiveness of those who have hurt you and forgiveness of yourself. And then dive, dive deep into loving yourself. Now, a lot of times when people think I love loving myself, that means, oh, I should take a bubble bath. Oh, I should go to the spa. Oh, I should shop. None of those outside things are love, right? Because love is an internal um, energy that can only be experienced from the inside out, right? So even when we love other people, it's because we first experience that love within us and then it's projected out to them. And so we kind of feel like they're the cause of the love that we feel for them. But really what has happened is that they've activated love within us that was already present, right? So a lot of times when you don't love people or people don't love you, it's normally because there isn't love within you to be activated by them. So they can't really show you love on the outside because it's not activated within yourself, right? Like you have to love yourself. And the Bible says that there are two commandments. Um, love thy love God with all thy heart. And the second is love your neighbor as yourself. So what people usually think is like, okay, I need to love God. And I need to love others and not worry about myself. But no, what he is saying is that because we are all um individual expressions of God and God is within us we need to love ourselves in order to love God and then so basically he's saying the same thing twice right and then the second thing is love your neighbors yourself so he's not saying oh love other people and forget about you or love love you others um you know just as much as you love yourself or more you know whatever basically what is being said is that other people are mirroring you so you need to love yourself and then those other people then you can love then you can really love other people and then they will love you right so it's it's and it's also the same reason why he all Jesus also said you know take the log out of your own eye and don't worry about the speck in your neighbor's eye right because people are mirrors especially those people we have any type of relationship, whatever the relationship is, if it's a coworker, family member, friend, or romantic interest, people are mirrors. And so if you are seeing a speck in that person's eye, it's because there's a log in your own, right? So basically what it's saying is that you're projecting. So basically what Jesus is saying is you're projecting onto that person the flaws that you see, but really they're flaws within yourself. But because our inner, because our inner child is seeking validation from the outside, she isn't understanding 
And this is also a combination of your ego as well. Not understanding the way you're really seeing and you're having issue with on the outside is really like it's bouncing off of that person and hitting you. It's like, you know, kind of like a boomerang. You throw it out and it comes back, right? So it's like you threw out an energy to that person and what came back is they reflected back to you something that you are battling internally that you may not like about yourself. So in this instance, when you meet men who don't value you, you know, they only want to have casual relationships, they don't want anything serious. It's really like you threw energy to that person and what they what came back from that person was the energy that's already inside of you, what the wounds that are in your inner girl. So what is happening is that your inner girl is trying to rectify what happened to her by getting that person. She thinks, okay, if I can just get this person who doesn't want me to want me, then I will have rectified the trauma in my childhood. But really what happens is that's not how life works, right? Because life is a mirror. So the inner girl doesn't understand that because as adults, we understand it, but the inner girl, the child doesn't understand the dynamics of life. So what you have to do is you have to show her love. You have to show her love. And that's where self-love comes in. So if she loves herself, what she will do is bring in experiences that will show love on the outside. So like I said, love, self-love is not taking baths. It's not, you know, going on a spa day. It's not doing facials. It's not drinking a glass of wine. It's not taking a day off. It's none of those things, you know, because you can hate yourself and do those things, right? Um, Lots of people hate themselves and do those things all the time. They may not think they hate themselves, but they do. Um, You hate yourself every time you let someone disrespect you. You hate yourself every time you let someone overstep a boundary. You hate yourself every time you sleep with someone prematurely when you know nothing about them. You hate yourself every time you say yes when you really want to say no. You hate yourself every time you give in to a craving that you know you shouldn't give in to. You know, you hate yourself every time you overeat. Um, any destructive behavior, you know, you hate yourself, you know, you hate yourself every time you send that text message blowing up on someone instead of sitting with your emotions and calming down and then speaking from a place of um, calm and peace, right? So I'm not saying you can't express how you're feeling toward that person, but when you blow up at people, when you have a temper tantrum, that's hating yourself, that's coming from a wounded inner girl. So now, that's what self-love is not. That's what hating yourself is. But what self-love actually is, is just really accepting yourself and, and continually living in a space of self-forgiveness. Self-forgiveness. So, um, it's even though, you know, I was molested as a child... I still accept myself. I still love myself. I'm still amazing. Those are the type of conversations you need to be having with yourself. You know, those are the type of things you need to be reciting to yourself. Those are the type of things you need to be internalizing to yourself. For the example, someone who has been sexually abused. You need to say that to yourself. And you need to own that. And, you know, and even when you, and as an adult, even when you have experience, you invite men and you maybe have sex with a man sooner than you wanted to. You say, even though I had sex with this man sooner than I felt was right, even though I don't know him, I still love myself. I still accept myself. Even those times when you feel needy and you're trying to get that love on the outside and you, you know, you're feeling out of control emotionally, instead of stuffing it down, instead of trying to distract yourself and keep yourself busy, which is advice 
bad advice that a lot of dating coaches give is they say, okay, you should keep yourself busy when you're feeling needy and stuff like that. That doesn't take away the neediness. What it does is it it buries it deeper into your inner girl and it makes her fight harder for the love. As you can see, like normally when women, they try and distract themselves or act calm and cool when they have these needy and clingy moments, they may be able to do it in the moment, but eventually it explodes, right? Because it doesn't make it go away. Like pretending something doesn't exist doesn't make it go away. They're just saying what you resist persists. So what you need to do is just feel that, you know, own it. Like right now I'm feeling needy as hell. I'm feeling clingy as hell. Like I really am upset that he hasn't called. I'm really upset that I haven't heard from him. It makes me feel like, you know, I'm, there's something wrong with me. I'm not good enough. It makes me feel like, you know, he isn't interested. Maybe there isn't a, another woman. It's making me feel like sad, disappointed in myself. Maybe I'm making this my fault. Maybe if I went and did this, maybe. And just say it, say it, say it. Say all this stuff that you're feeling. Own it. Don't be afraid of it. And then just say, but even though I'm feeling this way, I still love myself. I still accept myself and I appreciate my feelings because all they're trying to do is just protect me and let me know where my head at and I and I love that about myself I appreciate that about myself and I'm okay with that and then sit with the emotion and just say it's okay even though I'm feeling this way it's okay even though I'm feeling x y and z it's okay it's okay and keep saying that until you get in a place of calmness and then go do something for yourself then go take a bath then go clean your house then do that but don't just don't just realize oh i'm feeling something they said don't blow up him so i'm just gonna pretend like i'm okay and then you know go shop go take a bath go distract myself no because what you're doing is you're not being authentic and the core femininity is being authentic with yourself right we have to be authentic with ourselves and own how we're feeling like feminine energy is about how i feel so it's not about like pretending i don't have feelings or ignoring my feelings or anything like that it's about this is how the hell I feel. And it's okay that I feel like this. It's not that, it's not his fault. It's my, it's not, well, it's not about fault. It's not his fault. It's not my fault. It's just, is what it is. What his behavior is doing is triggering. Remember that word is triggering these emotions in me because of the trauma that I've experienced in my past, whether it's in my childhood, whether it's in my last relationship, when a guy didn't respond to me, he was cheating. So this is triggering me. You know, so it's making me feel like, what is he doing? What is he doing? Why he not responding, right? So own it. That's not his problem. It's your problem. So own it. He could be cheating, but he could also not be cheating, you know? So own it and say, I'm feeling this way. But love, like loving yourself is just basically accepting and not judging or criticizing or trying to ignore what you feel or pretend like it's not there or like just immediately say, you know, F him, F the situation. I'm just going to do me. I'm going to go date other men. And all that stuff is fine, but you need to do that stuff after you've done the process of holding um, holding a space for your emotions, right? You know, because if you just say, okay, I'm going to distract myself. I'm going to date other men. I'm going to delete him. I'm going to block him. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go take a bath. I'm going to distract myself. You're not addressing the issue. And if you don't address wounds, they continue to repeat and you'll continue to attract circumstances like that. So you get rid of this man, the next man is going to treat you the same way. Okay, so I hope that was helpful. I hope that made sense. Um, If you like this podcast episode, please consider 
um, subscribing to my podcast, sharing it um, wherever you may be listening to it. Um, And also, I have a book. um, It's called 21 Days to Feminine Magnetism. You can find it on Amazon. And um, it's there. Please read it. Leave a review if you liked it. Um, And if you have any... um, If you are one who is... Well, I would say this. I would say just just really remember that your inner girl needs you. Just remember that. And particularly she needs you if you see these patterns that you don't really like in your life. Just remember that, okay? Um, just remember to love her and give her care and concern. All right, until my next episode, have a wonderful day, ladies. Bye-bye.